0: Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor.
1: I love the beginning of this show. It gets me fired up. You know why I get to hear that exhaust that I actually recorded that sound? Uh, And I'm very proud to call Dodge a sponsor and Subaru and... All of our great sponsors, but the car companies that sponsor the show, it's a rare thing because we're always talking about lots of different kinds of cars. So uh, imagine sponsoring a show when somebody's talking about your competitors. Not an easy thing to do. So um, thanks to uh, the car companies, Subaru and Dodge and others that have sponsored the show over the years for um, having the courage to allow us to say what we got to say. Now, fortunately... I'm pretty honest about stuff, and if I don't like something, I will tell them first, and then I will tell the world. And sometimes uh, they don't like hearing it on the on the radio, but it is the way it is. So my other friend that is like this, by the way, Carl Brower, who's listening in, he's on the show right now, he's an executive analyst at iccars.com, and he's the same kind of way. You got to say what the truth is. The truth will set you free from your job if you're not careful, Carl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes it
3: will oh yes it will uh, it has it has uh, before if you too. have a, a if you have a toxic boss thankfully of course I've never had a
1: toxic oh no boss. how never, was that last job I would job. Never anyway.
3: say on the air that You're I've right. had a toxic boss we've and, all had them uh, you know, I had to get away from them. but <sighs> since I haven't yeah. that's okay uh
1: huh that's why we've both had about eight jobs in this industry each
3: <laughs> but well, but you know it's always tough you know what uh, let's just be honest Alan it's always tough When you're both smarter and more capable than your boss, and I got got that never that never is a good situation. The 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 third component there is okay. You're better. You're smarter. Just keep your mouth shut and say yes, sir. Can I have another when he says something? (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have that third component, (laughs) and something tells me you, like me, aren't real good at that third component. Ah, you got kind of the trifecta there. It's gonna be hard to keep
1: your job. Well, I got three of them because I'm usually smarter. You know, more. uh, what, What would you say? There was two things. Smarter. What was the other one? More Smarter, capable?
3: more capable, yeah. more I, capable, more accomplished.
1: Yeah, and I got, I got better looking. Usually, that's my case. Is better looking too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that was true in my case too. And that's what's scary is if I can say I'm
1: better looking than you as my boss. Oh, dude, I feel bad for you. <laughs> no, don't degrade yourself. You're a damn good looking man. All right. And I have a little fetish. I like a man that has... Well, never mind. I'm playing. Anyway, we're both married. Uh, not to each other, to women, and uh, happily married. How long have you been married now, by the way? 20, 20 years? 25? What is it?
3: Uh, this May, it'll be 25. Woohoo.
1: I got 40 coming up, actually. That's a lie. 40 with her. And we're, we're proud of that whole thing. And then this is our 35th year of marriage. Now, let me just tell you something. I haven't seen her in a couple of years, but we still married anyway. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. She's now my best friend. She started out my best friend. And then, you know, a lot of years went by and we were, you know, raising families and what have you. And then, you know, she didn't like cars. So this was a real problem. But, you know, now that I'm uh, I, I have neuropathy in my feet and I can't drive anymore, she drives me all over the place. I'm joking. (laughs) But anyway, no. Life is funny, isn't it, right? Okay. Uh, First of all, now that we got all that out of the way and wasted the whole first segment on it, we're going to talk about in the next segment something that is going to blow people's minds. What is that? Well, iccars.com has done a study and this is, I mean, it's going to blow your mind on how you can buy out your lease, the lease of your car. If you got a car leased and they established the value of it three years ago, three years ago, and you're about to come off lease, you can buy it out, sell it, and make big money, okay? Because right now, everything is worth more money. So Carl's going to talk about that on the other side. Man, we're going to both get in trouble. All the ex-bosses are going to be calling us. If your wife hears it, I know my wife listens every week because she keeps an eye on me. I'm, I'm not even. I'm gonna have to make my own dinner again. And she doesn't even already doesn't hardly make me dinner. I mean, it's terrible. I have to wash my own clothes. I don't have right. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You'll probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. This song always sets the uh, mood for me life in the fast lane by the eagles carl brower joining us he is an executive analyst for iccars.com and they have a really important study out carl so uh, my son the other day he bought a uh, 2019 toyota four-wheel drive um trd pro you know really nice truck right And I go, so what'd you pay for that? And he told me and I go, God, that seems like a lot of money. He goes, dad, this thing's worth like five grand more than that. I'm like, how can that be? He goes, did you drive by the Toyota dealer? They don't have any. They're completely out of vehicles. They're putting used cars on the front line because they may have a Yaris or some weird couple little weird cars, but not the big Toyota trucks that they want. And same with Ford and same with GM, I think. I don't know about GM because I I don't drive by that dealer, but Ford is over here. They're just empty. But um, so how does a person buy out their lease so they can sell their car and make big money after buying out the lease? Give us the secret.
3: Yeah. Well, remember, a lease is paying the difference between what the car was worth when you started leasing it as a new car and what they think it will be worth three years later. So you buy a $30,000 car brand new, and they're thinking it's going to be worth $20,000 in three years. You pay the $10,000 difference on a monthly fee, you know, plus a little, of oh. course, they roll in some extra fees for people. So that's what a lease is. You're basically yeah. just paying for the depreciation of the car, right? which by the way is why sometimes people wonder how a certain car model that seems more expensive and luxurious can be cheaper to lease than a non-luxury brand vehicle. And it's like, well, because the luxury brand maybe loses value at a slower rate, you know, or mm. vice versa. Usually right. luxury brands, lose value at a faster rate, by the way, but yes. sometimes they're special luxury cars and they lose at a slower rate. So leasing is just paying for the drop in value. Well, here's the crazy thing. If you leased a $30,000 car and they said it would be worth 20,000 in uh, three years and the market went nuts because I don't know a global pandemic And a microchip shortage, global microchip shortage, and nobody has cars on the lots as you just noted, Alan. Maybe your car is worth thirty percent more than it should have been, and maybe it's gone up in value thirty percent as a used car, which we know it has. It's gone over most used cars are over thirty percent more valuable than they (laughs) were a year ago. That's crazy. Now, if you had a twenty thousand dollar car, but it went up in value thirty percent, that means it went up seven thousand dollars. You know, you know, twenty-one thousand by three is seven. So, if you got a sixty-five hundred dollar more valuable car than it was a year ago. And it's worth twenty dollars and you've got a buyout price on your lease of 20000 as agreed upon in 2018 when you first leased the car. Mm. You could buy that car for the twenty grand. That's always an option at the end of a lease. They have the buyout price. A lot of people just turn the car in. They go to their next one. They don't want, the, want to have to keep the car. In this case... You go buy that car for twenty grand, that's what you that's what the agreement was from it twenty eighteen, and you turn it around on the market, open market for twenty six five. And you right. walk away with sixty five hundred dollars.
1: Right, which buys a nice jet ski or something, you know.
3: <laughs> or a small well, boat. Think or... <laughs> about this. You paid ten you paid a ten thousand dollar drop in value and you just got sixty five hundred dollars back. Right. It cost you thirty five hundred dollars to lease that car for three years. Now that's a good lease rate on a three year It anyway, was that? Thirty six months, that's less than a hundred. That's a 36 month lease, $3,500. You paid less than $100 a month to lease that car if, that's, if, if these numbers were true in your case. All right. And this is true all over the place. I'm not making this up as a hypothetical and no. weird case. Most cases, in almost every case right now, if you've got a lease ending now or in the next six months, you are talking about these kind of numbers six, seven, 12 Camaros, $12,000. An expedition, fifteen, eight. You got a 2018 expedition. Uh, it's very likely that the residual value it was uh, predicted for 2021 versus what that car is worth in 2021 could be 15 plus thousand dollars.
1: Woo, baby! All right, so if you want more information on this, you can go to the website I C S E E like sees candy I C cars dot com. And look for this. It is a uh, study on there. Where would they find it? Is it like just in the studies or front page or where were they going to find that?
3: If you go to the homepage, if you go to the homepage, there's global nav As they say, all those buttons that are always along the top. Yeah. And one of them is studies and guides. Okay. Uh, you kind of scroll over it. You'll see that pop down and click on there. And it's the most recent one.
1: All right. It's the study on uh, how you can buy out your leased car and make big money.
3: Okay. I also wrote a story for Forbes on it. So if they also just look me up on Forbes, my newest story, and it's got links right to it out of the story in Forbes.
1: All right. All right. Uh, Now, Maserati. You got two minutes to give me what's going on with Maserati.
3: So we saw Maserati at Pebble Beach a couple weeks ago, as you and I talked about on a previous show. And uh, they've got this beautiful new MC20 mid engine sports car that uh, is really gorgeous. And they were showing it off up there. But more importantly, this company is now the, one of the main premium luxury brands within this Stellantis Automotive Global Powerhouse right. automaker that yeah. formed between PSA, different Pugio, car makers. Right. and FCA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're the fourth largest automaker on the planet now yeah. between FCA and PSA coming together as Stellantis. So you got a huge global company with lots of reach. They're going to start doing electric car stuff. And they got all the resources they need to do it and do it well. And um, you got Maserati sitting as one of the premier brands there that's going to not just have this cool sports car we just saw, but in the near term, they're going to start rolling into both electrified, hybrid, and also pure electric vehicles in the coming uh, few years. So it was a good conversation with their head guy, and I did a story on that for Forbes, as well as a full video interview, like a five-minute interview with the uh, CEO, Bill
1: Peffer. Yeah. So Carl and I were both at the, uh, the Quail event in Carmel, walking around on the same lawn— not seeing each other. This happened a couple of times throughout that weekend because, oh yeah, he had a cameraman with him because he's shooting video now. Uh, you can find him if you go over to Forbes Autos and look for Carl Brower. Brower! It's real easy. It's kind of like Eddie Bauer with a with an R in there. I think that's the way it works, right? Anyway. <laughs> yep. And yeah, with a K. Carl with a K. Carl Brower. All right, we're going to take a little break. Don't forget uh, iccars.com where you can find that study on the lease stuff. When we come back, we're going to talk about the new Bronco. Carl's driven it. I trust what Carl says. Most of the other people that are on this show, I do not trust anything they say. I don't. I'm sorry. What happened to the music? Come on. Start over, music. Anyway, it's, yeah, you can't trust people anymore, Carl. You know that. (laughs) We'll take a break. Don't go anywhere. I'm joking, of course. We'll be right back. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day visit buybrembo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking.
0: Welcome back to the drive. Now here's your host, Alan Taylor.
1: And don't forget if you're living uh, anywhere near Houston, Texas, where I was born. I know I don't sound like a Texan, but I was born there. Um, The Barrett-Jackson Collector Car Auction is having their inaugural uh, Houston auction um, mid-month. Go to BarrettJackson.com. You can find out more information about it. And uh, they have recently purchased the Collector Car Network. You guys have been hearing me talk about ClassicCars.com, where it's a classified for classic cars, AutoHunter.com. I sold my Mustang recently there, and that is an auction site. And then, of course, ClassicCars.com, the journal. That is obviously just uh, news and information on the classic car world, an award-winning online automotive magazine, which the journal is, with nearly 600,000 monthly readers. So thanks to our friends at uh, ClassicCars.com for sponsoring the show. And and I'm going to be at the Barrett-Jackson event, Carl Brower joining us. Carl Brower is executive analyst for ICCars.com. A lot of interesting uh, things going on in that world as well, and Forbes. He's a Forbes contributor. He has a lot of st- a lot of stuff going on. Forbes, congratulations! By the way, you're you're really putting a lot of good stuff out there. But now it's time to talk about, um, you know, first of all, in the last four or five years, Carl, the classic Bronco world has been going nuts, and. Yeah. I actually, at, uh, I don't know if you saw, I can't think of the guy's name now that has the classic Broncos that was at the Quail event that we were both at. What's the name of that organization that has the like $180,000 classic Broncos? Oh, my God, I can't think of it. Brain is having just complete uh, failure. Are they restored ones? Or yeah, well, so, ones? so for a little bit, they were restoring ones, right? And they were like classics. Then they made a deal with Ford Motor Company, and they're now building brand new classic Ford Broncos, but the, oh, what? Wow. I, and I'll come up with the name here sooner or later. But what I wanted to tell you was, I was blown away because if you want to buy a brand new Ford Bronco that is built by um, Blank Motors, I can't think of the name of it. It's like three hundred fifty to four hundred thousand dollars, and he can't he can't build them fast enough at that price. What in the world is going on? Now, you, it's probably better that we don't say the name because you're about to talk about a modernized vintage Ford Bronco from somebody, so then you don't cause a little competition there. But you also drove the two-door and the four-door versions of the new Bronco. So I don't know where you start with that, because I just botched it all up, but go for it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on the Bronco press launch in June down in Austin, and so... That Gateway Motors. Was. Hold on. It was
1: Gateway Motors. All right, never mind. I just See, I'm, i it takes that long oh. for my brain. Yes, go ahead.
3: I've heard of them, yes yes. yes, 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 Gateway. Okay, so so I drove the brand-new Bronco at the press launch in June, and I already could tell like what everyone already knew, which was hugely capable off-road, cool-looking, vintage kind of styling, mod- married to modern. And really clearly evaluated everything that the Wrangler does, which this car is totally going after, and kind of tried to one-up the Wrangler anywhere they could. And in several areas, they, they succeeded, whether it's the removal doors, but the mirrors stay on the A-pillar, so you don't have to worry about that. The doors fit in the back of the car, so you have to leave them chained to a tree somewhere. Right. Uh, you know, the, the detachable sway bars up front that can detach under load, you know, it's like, oh, the Wrangler can detach. Yes, it can. But if you've already loaded it because you're already in a situation where you need more clearance and you've to detach the uh, sway bar in the Wrangler, you kind of can't do anything. You're kind of stuck. In the Bronco, you're already loaded and you're like, oh wait, I need more clearance. You hit a button boop, and you feel the car loosen up and you get a little more clearance when you're going over a rock. So some really neat innovations on the new Ford Bronco. Right. What I had recently was a four-door one brought to my house, swapped with a two door one just this week and they're really gone from being, you know, yeah, these are cool. They're nice. Whatever. I'm a car guy. I like these things too. I kind of want to buy one of these now, you know, like, like I drove the four door for a week. It was nice. The two door looks so cool that I've got now antimatter blue Hmm. with the black steely wheels as they call it. It's just, uh, it's like I just, the guy brings it to take away the four-door one, which I also like. He brings this two-door one. Is they're swapping. I'm like, hmm, that might be the coolest-looking new Bronco I've seen yet. And uh, four-cylinder, but with the manual. I got the six-speed manual in there. And right. Hold I drove on. all over Hold Los on. Angeles.
1: Now, let me ask you. Could you live with this vehicle? Because you are, like me, very picky. Could you live with it?
3: I could. I had to drive okay. it 280 miles yesterday, Alan, all over the L.A. Metro mess. And uh, I would have preferred not to be in the traffic I was in. And this doesn't even have smart cruise control, of course. So that was a little more of a pain in the butt. But, you know, I think to myself, did any cars have smart cruise control that you drove 10 years ago, Carl? Really? You know, so as far as. Otherwise, the quietness and the refinement, it was really nice. And combined with the cool looks and what you know it'll do off-road, it was pretty cool. I'm, and this I'm, one was only $38,000.
1: I'm going to reserve until I drive one. I just, I, they, they, they look a little bit like a pug dog to me, but I'm going to wait and see when I see one in real life. All right. You have got approximately yeah. a minute and a half to tell us about the classic vintage one you drove.
3: Right. So I drove. Part of that 280 miles was going up to this shop called Icon in Chatsworth, uh, north of L.A., that takes old ones similar to what you're talking about with gateway but this is another company they've been doing it for years they start with the vintage body that they removed from the original chassis and they put on a brand new art morrison chassis underneath mm. with curry differentials and all new uh, suspension and a and a, either a willwood or a uh, brembo brake system and a brand new coyote five liter oh uh, fuel injected engine and, a, and yeah. a five-speed automatic but
1: engine. how much i need and, to know how much
3: uh, you're talking three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. No, uh, Steve, what is how, how crazy you go with these
1: things? <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, um, Gateway does the same thing. Icon. These are both. If you want a classic, notice the song playing. Why can't we be friends? If you want a classic Bronco, uh, these are the two guys you should probably check out: Gateway and Icon. But be prepared four hundred thousand dollars. Uh, any stories on this, Carl? Anywhere? Uh, there will be a story soon on uh, on Forbes. I haven't written. It of course, that will
3: go up probably in the next week.
1: Okay. Well, check out Carl Brower at Forbes Autos. He's a contributor there. Carl with a K. Brower, B R A U E R. Carl, thank you, sir. Oh my gosh! Great being on with you. When I was saying I don't trust people, coming up next, a guy I do not trust, George Kennedy the Third. We'll see what he has to say. I'm joking. I'm joking.
4: Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study for J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit jdpowercom slash awards.
0: Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor.
1: So, if you're looking for a new uh, next dream car, because I'm always looking for my new next dream car, uh, check out autotempest.com. They make searching for your next car easy. You no longer need to spend time going through individual car sites. Um, Any one of them, just pick them out. Because with autotempest.com, it's all the cars... One site. And uh, if you go now, if you want to search on it, uh, check out autotempest.com slash the drive. That's me, the drive. So autotempest.com slash the drive so they know that I sent you. That's how it works in the radio world. Uh, Thanks to Autotempest for sponsoring the show. Uh, Joining us right now is uh, George Kennedy, and he works for, uh, I guess, one of those different kinds of sites, car gurus he works for boston globe also and u.s news and world report and he's also the co-founder of cartender so we're all just car guys and gals (laughs) so first of all george how did you uh and i i I started to talk to you briefly in the commercial break but the tornado or the typhoon or whatever was going on over there i know you're a boating guy there in the uh the, the boston area right
5: yeah, well, so, uh, we're in uh, just south of Providence, actually. Okay, so that's where I keep the boat, and it was it, it was fine through all that. We, yeah. we kept it in a pretty we were in a pretty safe little cove. One of my neighbors though at the marina, he did have a an older boat with old ropes, and it came off of its dock lines. So, we were actually just happened to be there right when it came off its dock lines and and tied it back up. You know, if we knew where the owner is, we can tell him where he can send us the uh, 30 rack. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Old ropes, nothing worse. Okay. So uh, speaking of old ropes, let's talk about vintage racing, old (laughs) rubber, Lime Rock vintage racing. I I, I think you're there right about now, aren't you?
5: Yeah. Yeah. I actually managed to find a quiet corner. We got here yesterday for your listeners. Lime Rock Park is like in Northwest Connecticut, kind of in the rolling hills, It's like this bucolic kind of mountain town, and then there's a racetrack, a a road course, a a mile-and-a-half road course with, like, six or seven turns right in the middle of it. And uh, we, every, every Labor Day weekend, they do vintage racing, very many different decades worth of racing. And every few years or so, I come out on Labor Day weekend, and I camp out in the infield. There's a whole camping setup and everything. A lot of the teams... Their support crews have RVs up here and stuff. And we just camp out. Uh, you know, we watch the races. Then at night, you know, we have a fire and then get up in the next day and do the same thing.
1: All right. Now I am just want to know how to spell. Hold on a second here. Hey, Siri, what is bucolic? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. A
0: pastoral lifestyle is that of shepherds herding livestock around open areas of land according
2: to seasons and the changing availability of water and pasture.
1: Hmm. It's interesting. Shall I continue? Uh, no, yeah, that, right. thank you. Well, that's okay. all. I, that's gonna... <laughs> you know, send me your address. I'll know where to send a thesaurus. <laughs> I thought, you know, bucolic, it could have been like something with indigestion or, or could have been like that word odiferous, which means I mean, we are stink. grilling later, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where did you find that word,
5: bucolic?
1: Uh, uh, anyway. I'm a writer, man. Oh, uh,
5: you just pick stuff up through osmosis by reading better writers.
1: George <laughs> Wordsmith Kennedy. <laughs> that is hilarious so what is the highlight i'm just curious for you and you're a car guy what well, is the you highlight know, of about Lime Rock-
5: this man yeah. i'm i'm brand agnostic i love all these different genres of cars you know you you know i cut my teeth off-roading but i really got into racing specifically european vintage racing from like the 60s and 70s i fell in love watching the movie uh Le Mans, the steve mcqueen movie right. you know there's some cars there that you'll probably never see but I love the idea of like Jaguars and BMWs and Mercedes, those GT cars all racing, and I just like that you get to see there. You know there are seven different groups throughout the day. You're seeing stuff from cars you know built before the '40s. You're seeing Formula Fords. You're seeing IMSA cars from like the '70s. They're doing the 50th anniversary of the IMSA GT cars, so we're gonna see some really funky stuff. But then you get into Mustangs and Camaros in the muscle car era, and they're going up against some of the hotted up. Jaguar E types mm. uh, a few years ago. BMW brought the classic 3.0 CSL, the Batmobile car. Uh, if your readers take a look at it, you'll see exactly, you know, what that. Why they call it the Batmobile, mm. and there's just a, a, a great variety. And there's often weird stuff. Like I try and go down so many rabbit holes of automotive history that when I encounter something I don't know, I'm like, okay, I need to know more about this car. Why is this thing <laughs> the way it is? You know, and, and it's just it scratches all the right itches
1: so uh, you are the guy that i would want to go to lime rock with and especially for vintage racing because i would want to hear those stories for somebody that's just geeking out like yourself you know what i mean (laughs) because you just geek out you know and me and i walk around going oh look at the tennis shoes over there how about (laughs) let's buy a shirt i'm wearing a, a shirt hold on let me show you this I am wearing a shirt, I had to look at it to make sure, from the Indy 500 when I went like 20 years ago. And I have a t-shirt that I kind of wear it when I'm feeling, you know, like car guy. I want to wear my car guy Indy 500 t-shirt, you know. Yes, I've been. You know what I mean? But uh, Yeah, I've got, got, I had a box full of t-shirts of all
5: different like Porsches and BMWs and I had my brother and my other friend, who who came with us, they are camping with. Like, guys, these are. Let's go through the whole box and wear all these obscure automotive <laughs> reference T-shirts all weekend.
1: I love it. I'm I'm the guy more trying to find the the you know the the takeaway stuff what do they call that just the tchotchkes, you know oh the
5: tchotchkes, yeah, yeah. I, going with me would be like going to an art museum with an art history major yeah. who will tell you like <laughs> what the artist was going through oh. when they painted that <laughs> uh,
1: you know but that, that's fun man that's fun okay so i get a little trivia for you here right. um trying to think what year was the movie LeMond made with steve mcqueen do you know 70 i think 70 70 okay so around nineteen seventy six, so I had seen that movie, and Steve McQueen around that time was probably pretty much at the height of his career, wouldn't you say?
5: Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely.
1: Because of the movie he made in San Francisco. Which one is that? My COVID bullet. memory bullet, thank you. Gosh. Yep. And and you know, he was in a sixty eight Mustang at that point, right? Yep. Yep. So I got to meet Steve McQueen when I was, I'm going to say, I I think I was more like 17, so maybe it was 77, okay? I went to the Santa Paula airport in Santa Paula, California, and evidently, had no idea, we went there with a friend of ours, there was like a garage sale in one of the hangars, 1977. And it was Steve McQueen's hangar, he was having a big garage sale. So, now at that time, he had a beard. I did not even recognize him until we started talking cars. He had an old, I don't know, maybe a 56 or 7 Cadillac. And I I was kind of an old car knucklehead at that time. An old car, you know, the 50s were old cars in the 70s. And now, you know, the 70s are old cars because they're 50 years old. But I'm talking to this guy and all of a sudden I look at him and I go, Oh my God, I'm talking to Steve McQueen. You know what I mean? <laughs> I recognized him past the beard, because like halfway through, yeah, yeah, you've oh, seen man. the pictures of him with the beard, right? Right. So right. Um, fast forward, I talked to him a, a whole bunch about this car, and I was thinking about buying it, you know. And of course, it was way out of my price range. And did I buy anything? No, because he had all kinds <laughs> of really cool stuff, but. Uh, but I got to take a commercial break and then I'll tell you the rest on the other side. They're like, take a break. What's a long story and everything. But I, I, there's, there's more to this story and it's a really cool story. I got to just finish thinking about what part, where do I come back? Okay, so, but that I means hold on right there. But there's more to the story. <laughs> you're listening to the drive. George Kennedy's with us. We're Car Guys Geeking Out. I hope you're having fun with us. We'll be right back.
0: Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. All right, so you're listening to The Drive. I'm Alan Taylor, George Kennedy. The third is on the line. I'm telling one of my kind of favorite stories. I, I try and tell the story every couple of years. I don't want to beat a dead horse. But, George, you know, I, how often do you get to, you know, you're talking about Le a movie and Steve McQueen. Anyway, I, I leave and then I, I realize later on, you know, that I had a chance to stand there and talk to Steve McQueen, the coolest guy in the world at an interesting <laughs> time in his life, I'm sure. Right. Because right, he was all right. incognito and everything. Now, I never met his son, Chad, but years later, I meet this guy named Chad McQueen and his dad, you know, of course, his dad passed away since and we become kind of buddies. And so I became friends with Chad McQueen and he invited me to his house over in Malibu. No kidding. That, Yeah. So I went and I swear to you, you cannot make this stuff up. I am Forrest Gump. I don't know how I meet all these people, you know, <laughs> but I go in the front door of the house, you know, I get there and he's like, come on up, Al, you know, so I, I, get, I go in the front door and there's a letter to Steve McQueen from Ferdinand Porsche. Dr. Ferdinand Porsche, like 1956, whatever. And, you know, because he bought a Porsche Speedster. Now, what's even better is the car was still in the garage. Okay? So the car that the letter from Ferdinand Porsche to Steve was in the garage sitting next to the Bullet Mustang. Okay? Right? I am geeking out to the max, right? Now, I had my, my producer at the time... Uh you know, it was not a car guy. He was an engineer, and he was like, What are you doing? Come on, big deal. (laughs) And I'm like, No, you don't understand. And then we go into the living room and there is an Indian motorcycle from, I don't know, the thirties, maybe, right? In the living room, okay, of Chad McQueen's beach house that was opened right up to Malibu. It's like opened right up to the beach to the ocean and there it was. And so he's like, yeah, I built this house, you know, blah, blah. He's telling story, yeah, you know, P- uh, Pierce Brosnan lives right down over there. And, you know, I'm like, what am I doing? I, it's like, <laughs> you know, here I am. So I became friends with Chad. And then, uh, you know, the years rolled on and we kind of slowly but surely. I, I saw him a couple years ago. We still talk every so often. And he's, he's really a nice guy. So I've been there while his kids were growing up, Chad McQueen, And every now and then I'll send him a text and we have kind of uh, pet names for each other. I cannot tell you what they are because they're very rude (laughs) because he's just a funny guy. But, uh, yeah, I just can't tell you. I'd like to. I'll tell you off air. But anyway, uh, you know, I'll send him a little uh, note. You know, how's your son? How's your daughter? What's going on? It's like, you know, it's really cool, right? But the fact that you know, I like Chad because Chad is also a—he's uh, intense car guy, and you know, he got into a horrible car crash. He's been in a couple of horrible, you know, racing, right. racing cars, right? Right? Almost died in this this last one where they literally were gonna—they were gonna amputate his leg for the second time from the second crash, and he's like, no, 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 just uh, you know, put it back together. So yeah, it's. Anyway, you just brought all that back to me when you mentioned the movie Le Mans. So. Well, yeah,
5: I mean, like I said, man, that, that, that Le Mans movie, like I was already into cars at that point, And then I saw that movie and just took it to a new stratosphere because that is – it was like an avant-garde film. It's a two-hour movie with 15 minutes of dialogue. Probably. Right, right. Right? <laughs> um, well, you know, we were, we were talking about, you know, racing and, and, and stars that love to race – Paul Newman was another one oh, yeah. that loved to race. And he fell in love with that doing the 1969 movie, Winning, with Robert Wagner. Okay. And I think Paul Newman is one of the founding members of Lime Rock.
1: Wow. You Yeah. Know, I, and I have to tell you that I have a Paul Newman story, too. Okay? You're going to love this one. When I was a senior, went to the senior prom, and I got the full-on um, – tuxedo with tails and i got a top hat i got a cane i got gloves i got the whole thing we rented a limousine me and my buddy took every penny we had to rent a limousine <laughs> and we went to a restaurant in malibu right and there's paul newman sitting over you know a couple of tables over and we're all like there's paul newman there's paul so you know i get up to go to the bathroom right and no big deal i'm standing there at the urinal who walks up next to me? But Paul Newman, <laughs> right? And he looks at me, and I'm wearing a full-on tuxedo, right, with tails—tuxedo with tails. And oh, you know what? Dude, Paul- I, I, I need a picture of that. <laughs> I have pictures, honestly. Paul oh, Newman man. looks at me, and he says, "So, what are you doing?" Because I mean, and, and and I go, "I'm peeing." Thank you very much. And he goes, "No, no." He goes, "What? What I mean is, what are you doing? What are you all dressed up for?" And I got to tell you, man, it was classic.
5: It was you uh, cannot by the way, I was I was wrong. He wasn't one of the founding members. He he raced there a bunch. There you John go. Fitch was one of the founding members of, of, of Lime Rock, who was a famous race one of the first Americans to race in Europe. So it figures be this awesome European style road course
1: in New York. Yeah, right. Anyway, so we got back to the seat by the way, and I pointed over to him and right about that time he looks over and he points at me because I go, "Look, I just was in the bathroom there and Paul Newman asked me what I was doing." I told him I was peeing and my, my group started laughing. And then he's probably telling him, "Yeah, I asked him what he was doing and he told me he was peeing and they started laughing." We were we were pointing at each other laughing. Again, I'm I'm Forrest Gump, I can't help it. You are the Gump. Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car? Not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try Autotempest.com. See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search.
0: This is The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: Our show brought to you in part by ClassicCars.com, the industry-leading online classified ad marketplace for classic and modern collectible cars attract over 4 million monthly visitors with over 30,000 cars listed for sale not just regular cars classic cars Classiccars.com. check them out um, okay george kennedy the third joining us uh, put a little bow tie on the lime rock vintage racing event for us
5: yeah, so we're going to watch the, the rest of the day of racing, and then tomorrow, they don't allow racing on Sundays, so there's going to be a concourse in the park. Mm. They shut down the track, they line up a bunch of collector cars from around New England on the track, and you spend the day walking around the track looking at them, Love and then we pick it. up racing again on Monday.
1: Love it. You'll have to ask me one of these days about my relationship that is now 30 years old with Tim Allen, too, by the way. That's another one of those classic weird... Uh, yeah, there are a bunch of stories know. that I need to hear from you, man. But it's funny because a lot of them happen at the racetrack. Remember RRR Racing? Remember Tim Allen? RRR. Yeah, R-R. Right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was there back in the day. All right, 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Let's get away from the fun stuff and talk about business. How yeah. do you like it? How do you like it?
5: Well, so it's, um, you know, three-row family hauling SUV along the lines of sort of a Honda Pilot or Toyota Highlander, for reference. Right. It's all new for 2022. It's built on the same platform as the previous generation. So even though it looks very different, you can kind of see, especially when driving it, that there's sort of a similarity. You know, it handles really well. It's got a 3.5-liter V6, so it's got decent pickup. You know, this came with the full suite of driver assistance features. It's got the touchscreen with CarPlay and Android Auto. You know, if you're super into tech, there are other vehicles out there like the Ford Explorer that have more modern touchscreens. But, you know, for folks like my parents who don't want the latest and greatest, I think it's just fine.
1: That's a funny thing you just said right there. People like my parents that don't want the latest and greatest.
5: They don't want the touch Some they people w- they don't. They want as little tech as possible. Right. Which is becoming unavoidable these days.
1: Well, it's funny. I, so my Jeep Gladiator, you know, it's got a pretty decent touchscreen thing going on. And I kind of like there's a, a crossover. You, somebody keeps texting me. Knock it off. But the point is, I'll get back to this. The, the part that I like is it. it's a, it's a crossover between super mechanical kind of uh, off-road machine and Enough tech that it keeps me happy. Well,
5: you Jeep know does I mean? a great job. It's got yeah. a tablet-like layout. All the buttons are where you want to be, but it's also got the redundancy of real dials and buttons, hardpoint buttons for things. So you're not... Only relying upon the touchscreen, which is like you know, a Tesla, you could get lost in that.
1: I know, I know. There is a point where it's too much. They used, I I remember, and I got in big trouble because I worked at Motor Trend at the time when I called the BMW Seven Series. They had the new iDrive thing, which was kind of oh yeah. They were the first one that was very bold, and I called it the "I want to kill myself" drive because it's so hard. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like it's not even PC to say that. Well, but but I did.
5: That is a bunch of brands followed suit, like Audi. All the luxury brands followed suit. Right, they've got the little controller. Well, BMW finally listened to its, you know, not only the the critics, but also their owners. And it's also got a touchscreen now, too. Yeah. So that, that kind of speaks volumes.
1: No, it's good. All right. So uh, how much money? Nissan Pathfinder for 2022.
5: Yeah, sure. So the, the new Pathfinder starts at $33,000. Uh, we drove the SV trim, so like the mid-level, 38. But with options, our test model was $41,000.
1: Right on. Well, I mean, for me, I think... If I look at the Nissan Pathfinder now, I have not driven it. I have not ever sat in one yet because this is the all new one. I like what Ford has done with the Bronco, what Jeep has done by staying raw and true to its kind of heritage. And I think that Nissan went, they, they kind of left the tracks a little bit, you know, the train left the tracks when they made this, uh, the Pathfinder, less of a kind of body on frame vehicle that you would take off-road, as Jeep says, trail rated, and made it more of like a minivan off-road. Well, kinda, I
5: mean, we're enthusiasts, kinda. though, and if, they, if yeah. they're, they you know, if they're looking for where their bread is buttered, yeah. it's making family hauling vehicles. So it's, it's yeah, you, but, know, you know, they, but they used to have the option of the Pathfinder and the Xterra, with the Xterra being the more trail
1: focused vehicle, right? I just I don't know. I think it was a mistake, but they could have called it something else. But it's like Mustang with the Mach E. That, that was oh, bleh, I want to name, I, yeah. You know, it's like come on. <laughs> the, you know, the one thing I will say is that if you look at it from
5: the outside, the C or D pillar. So if you you think the A pillar is your windshield, B pillar is in between the front and rear doors, C pillar is in between the rear door and the rear window. It's got this sort of forward angle to it. That's supposed to be a nod to the first-generation Pathfinder, which is based on the Nissan hard-body pickup. Yeah.
1: Well, it was a nice try, but no banana for trying to make me (laughs) like it right there, by the way. (laughs) Uh, George Kennedy, my brother. uh, George Kennedy III, car tender. He's the co-founder. Car gurus, Boston Globe and U.S. News Report. Automotive freelance journalist and The Drive right here. George, thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, man. If you want to see
5: any of the uh, images of the track, check out GKENS101 on Instagram.
1: GKENS with two N's. G-K-E-N-N-S 101. All right. We've got another hour to go. It is The Drive. Hey, brother. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one, Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Buescher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use Auto Tempest instead. Find all the cars. AutoTempest.com. All the cars. One search.
0: This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drive your turn to step into the driver's seat this is the drive now here's automotive expert television and radio host alan taylor
1: well you guys have probably heard me talking about brembo brakes the choice of champions for years now And I know you've heard my buddy Dan Sandberg on the show because he's the president and CEO of Brembo North America. He's joining us today. And as the the COVID world has consumed us for about the last year now, you know, the the brakes and the breaking world never sleeps because every time you put your foot on that pedal, you better stop. And you know what? A big problem I've noticed is a buddy of mine, he just built a hot rod. Hi, Dan. How you doing, by the way? Uh, by the way, I'm doing good. Good. <laughs> a friend of mine, check this out. He literally is uh, on his way to Barrett-Jackson right now because the Barrett-Jackson collector car auction is going on and he's going to enter this car. Is it already Barrett-Jackson? Uh-huh. And they're doing it. They're doing it. I mean they they were gonna first of all they were gonna cancel it. They did cancel you know it. You Good know. for them. Yeah, you know, and but then they pushed it back to March, right? So the January one didn't happen. Now here it is. It's happening, but it's limited audience, buyers only, buyers only. They're not doing the big uh kind of the vendor thing they normally do. It's a, a much more smaller truncated version of that. Cause people like buying tchotchkes, but so my buddy I builds this a uh, lot of
6: stuff there. I oh, bought a lot of stuff. In my oh, me too. Jackson. Yeah. To. It's,
1: it's uh it's crazy, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's boys town. You know what I'm saying? For car guys anyway. But, Very um, so he's taken this car but he's been building on it for about a year and a half. It's a 67 Mustang fastback and he put this the new basically the new GT500 engine in it which is that Coyote engine. Amazing, like 800 horsepower. And then when it came to the brakes, he was like, "What should I do?" I said, "Well, you better you better figure that out because when you're putting 800 horsepower on that car, if you don't put on some massive brakes and match the braking capacity of the horsepower, braking horsepower in essence. And um, so yeah, that was a big, big deal. And we
6: know what brakes so should be, right? Well because, I mean yeah. who
1: else who would have
6: a Mustang GT five hundred maybe sitting in their garage?
1: You know, <laughs> right? Right, right. You right and now. me both. You and me both. But <laughs> mine's not in my garage yet. Mine's not you know
6: the- what? I have already had mine out, Alan oh. on the road, and I have been practicing getting off the line with that car and pure drag, you know, speed. Right. Yeah. And I got a new gadget, too, that tells me exactly what I'm doing, like 0 to 60 and 0 to 100 and so stuff like that. So, wait a like minute. That. You've taken it to the track? Is that what you're saying? I've taken it to the track. Wow. Wow. And I've used this device. It's called the race Box. Have you ever seen this thing before? I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. It's a super sensitive GPS Mm, OK, mm. And, but it automatically is set up. It knows when you're going zero and then you go zero to 60 and then to 100. But it already knows that and it clocks it for you. Exactly. It, it calculates the slope wow. and everything else. And you get the real zero to 60. Not like I got my watch up yeah. while I'm going, you know, off the line. At, you know what? Three G's. <laughs> right. you know? I'm trying to look at my watch and exactly. figure out how, what speed I'm going. So it's, it's, it's safe. And it's really accurate, really cool. It's a good toy. I mean, that's what I'm saying for you.
1: Now, I think you guys, I may have traumatized Mr. Dan Sandberg, President CEO of Brimbo North America, because about 15 years ago, I took him for a ride in my Shelby Super Snake Mustang it wasn't convertible. That long ago? How honestly. many years ago was it? It was 2006 or seven, maybe 2008. What was it? It was uh-huh. it was in the teens. We're in the teens now. Yeah, I guess it could. be. Because I yes. haven't owned that car for 10 years. But the point is, I was wearing my brown corduroys. (laughs) We, I mean, I took him for what we call a death run. It was awesome, it was fun. And now today, he is reliving that trauma by buying a car that is way better and faster in every way, shape, and form than mine was back in 2000. uh, I'm going to say it might have been 2008 or 9. Yeah, you're probably right.
6: I think in 2010.
1: Maybe even 2010. I had that car. Well, I had it for five or six years, so it could have been 11. But anyway. Point is you're a fast driver, Alan. I am, you know, but you, I know
6: people hear that on this channel, and <laughs> you know they say, "Hey, you know how fast can you
1: do drive fast?" <laughs> I do too fast, but yeah. you could buy pretty much any car you want, and you bought a Shelby GT500, and I actually think that is interesting because I didn't see you in that. You know, you know,
6: I people ask me, "Do you collect cars?" and I tell them I collect whatever I had when I was six or seven years old. That was a Matchbox car. That oh, I
1: really nice. So I had
6: my little Porsche, right? Yep. And I went and got the Porsche. And my other favorite car was this. I think it was a 65 Mustang. It was a Corgi that I had, actually, not even a Matchbox car, a white Mustang Fastback GT.
1: Nice. And, but you, uh, you didn't get a white one, though. No, I didn't get a white one.
6: I got a beautiful red one.
1: Yeah. Well, y- y- your red one and my black one someday are going to have to... Uh, go to the track together we're gonna to take a break uh here it is Box uh, out and try it okay <laughs> detroit rock city i think that's what this is called okay hold still from detroit we've got dan sandberg president and ceo of uh, brembo north america um they have some nice kits for you guys out there we'll talk about that if you want to upgrade your break stay with us
0: There's more of The Drive
4: with Alan Taylor on the road ahead. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder JD Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the Brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge Muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for Initial Quality Study for JD Power 2020 Award Information, visit JDPower.com slash awards.
1: Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America and around the world, and our show is brought to you in part by Brembo, the choice of champions, and my buddy Dan Sandberg. We have been friends for a long time. President and CEO of Brembo North America, um, a gearhead himself, as I think is a prerequisite to being president of that particular company, and uh, congratulations on all your success for that company, Dan. Hey, well, thanks. I'm a
6: speed head. I'm not really a gearhead.
1: Well, I mean, uh, I'll, oh, I'll wrench enough. a
6: little bit here and there. But, you know, I, remember you and I talked to Jay Leno and he said, you know, in the old days you could wrench, but all you got now is your cell
1: phone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. I know. It is it is sad. That's why I stay in the older cars, too. I have a pile of older cars just so I can turn a wrench. And then, of course, when I give up a little flesh to the flesh gods and I go,
0: no, oh, ouch! no
1: wonder I don't do this anymore. You know, I, I, I take it back to my mechanic and say, will you please fix this? I screwed it up. <laughs> but uh, anyway, okay, so let's talk about, first of all, the upgrades because a lot of people, like my buddy, they build these cars, they put these massive engines in them, and you can buy amazing crate engines directly from the manufacturers. I mean, come on, look at Mopar has, what do they call that, the elephant or whatever it is, it's like a 1,000 horsepower. GM <laughs> has got their crate engines of all kinds. I think it's a great time, but one thing that gets forgotten is like when I was I was driving my Demon, and you know I was taking my buddy on a speed run, and there comes a stop sign, and it got bigger and bigger, and I put my foot on the brake, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need more brakes! And that was a 2018 vehicle. I the think, way you, you drive, you do need more brakes. Yeah, oh, you do. You never have enough brakes when you have 840 horsepower, but anyway... So what are you guys doing? What is the, uh, let's get started on this, this
6: upgrade Well, thing. you remember, I mean, look, you can get Brembo on a lot of the, the original equipment cars now. That's fine. All right. But what if you get your car and you maybe want to go to the track or you want it to look better and you you know you want it to, you know, you want to drive it on the road, maybe drive it on the track, or maybe you're going to use it, you know, 70, 80% of the time on the track. All right. And you don't have a Brembo package on it. Well, we've had a high performance kit program for, I don't know, 20 years or something like that. But we only really had this GT kit, and we do a lot of modifications and, you know, make some different packages with the GT kit. But, you know, we're redoing our entire company now. You know, we're really kind of looking to the future. We're trying to become a true solution provider for the consumer And we said, you know, we need to look at this program and kind of give them some steps, you know, that they can take. So we have our brand-new upgrade program, it's called. That's pretty creative, don't you think? Rumbo Upgrade. (laughs)
2: Uh,
6: And you can replace your OE, you know, brakes, the original brakes that you had on the car. You can start with our sport discs, right? So if you just want a nice disc, that maybe can take the heat a little bit more you go with the sport t3 brake discs which i uh, have some slots in them like right. some of those fancy cars have you know <laughs> slots in the disc surface right also has a Brembo logo in it looks cool and it performs real cool the t3 pattern is a is a race track proven pattern and will stop your car better than the original oe you know and, it, and it's a race you know, it's a racing disc basically but you can still drive it on the road
1: but that's good because it's you could almost call it a hybrid disc. Obviously, that's a word. That, it is, but it's and it's, a it's a one to one. It's a one to one swap out. Even you could do this. Oh, Alan. thanks for that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and
6: then if you want to go and say, you know, I'm going to take this to the track. I'd like to get a, a good full bodied braking system. You go to the GT kit like we have. You yeah. know, and, and we've been selling for years. We've done some modifications to it and upgraded that one a little bit too. Or if you say, you know what, I got this, uh, let's say I got this, you know, fancy car in the garage that I am going to take to the track, and I want to track this thing all the time, you know, I don't know, you know, uh, track attack, or or maybe you're going to be actually doing racing itself, uh, you can go to the, the new program we have, which is called the Pista program. Spell and, it. Spell uh, it. P-I-S-T-A. Okay. And uh, just to make it fancy and to give it that racing sound, we have the pista <laughs> FF oh, competition calipers. Okay. So you can get a six piston caliper, four piston caliper front and back and uh, they're ideal for use on the track. Right and on. they have a lot of cool things that real racetrack calipers have on them. So if you you know if you go to uh, NASCAR and you see some uh, Brembo brakes on there or you you know even in F1 for example, they have a quick release pad systems mm, in there, so right. you can change the pads out without taking the whole caliper off the, you know, off the uh, knuckle and everything else. Right. Just quick, a quick pop, take the pads out, put the new pads in, and you're off and running
1: again. Smart. So, All right. Well, hang tight. Let's great. talk more on the other side. Dan Sandberg, President and CEO of Brembo North America, has a podcast. We're going to talk about that on the other side too. It's fun. Hey, brother.
0: Stay tuned, there's more of The Drive with
4: Alan Taylor on the road ahead.
1: When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X-mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo model. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine 11.6-inch touchscreen Available on select models.
0: This is. The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: Now, don't forget also, uh, you can buy this stuff online at buybrembo.com, B-U-I, Brembo, bremb um, if you want to upgrade. Dan Sandberg joining us. Yes, he has a podcast. But Dan, first of all... I don't no, want to correct you, Alan, but what? you can get
6: our standard oe brakes on buybrembo.com
1: huh. Well, this one i'm going
6: to steer them to racetechnologies.com
1: oh so it's a special thing i get it all right special brakes that's
6: why they're upgrades if you want to get the (laughs) just the replacement brakes then you go to buybrembo.com and you get your typical oe replacement but if you want to go fast you have to go fast to Race so.
1: technologies. I'm writing it down because I don't want to ever be embarrassed like that on my own radio show again. I don't mind embarrassing <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I know you don't. That's the best part. Okay, Racetechnologies.com. Gotcha. Supply. That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. And you know what? In any event, it doesn't really matter. Go to the guy who does your,
6: your works on your car for you, and he'll get to us. Yeah. Don't worry. You can always yeah. call Brembo.
1: Let me sure. ask you. I actually had a guy try to sell me some fake Brembo caliper covers.
6: Oh, yeah, t- you don't want to do the covers. Do,
1: don't people try and knock off your stuff?
6: Yeah, the covers are always a problem because, number one, they're not real. They don't do anything for your brakes, and right. they melt, which Ooh. is always a great thing. You know, when you're, <laughs> right. There's a lot of heat that goes in the brake system. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing more sexy than a melted piece of plastic. <laughs> oh, I love that smell. <laughs> but do people anyway, – no, what, what about you know, the uh, – You don't the, have yeah. to worry about it as much anymore, okay. Alan, because if you buy a Brembo brake and you don't know if it's real, we have the new Brembo check system. Huh? which is you get your, take your cell phone out. Everybody wants to use their cell phone these days, and there's a QR code. You scan the code, and it immediately tells you that if that's just got sold to you, if it's brand new. If it was sold to someone else or it comes up with something crazy, then you know it's not real. But if it comes up and you bought the parts, you should be able to register your name. It sends you a registration document, and it's registered to you, and you know it's original. So You know, this of, is we'll so see,
1: funny because it's almost like authenticating a diamond. Because there's, you know, I mean, how am I supposed to know the difference between a brake pad or caliper, this, that, and the other, if I'm looking at it, and it's got a, a sticker on it that says Brembo. But you guys just figured that out with Brembo Check. Is it on the website? And which one do I give? Well, you don't You don't
6: have to go to either website when you buy the product.
1: Oh, it's code, actually on the product. Code is on the product ah, itself. Okay. And
6: uh, wow. it's a great system. They really set it up. I mean, I'm sure someone will try to hack it. Cause oh, so- yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's right now the system works pretty good. It's like that, you know, what do you call it? That uh, two-factor authentication that yeah, you do. You know, it's like
1: LifeLock for your brakes. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> right. But you know, if I'm going
6: 120 miles an hour on a track right. and I want to put the brakes on, that is not the time to find out that you don't have authentic Brembo brakes.
1: There you go. All right, let's talk about, first of all, um, kudos to you guys for figuring this stuff out because this stuff is not inexpensive and it's your life that you're putting on the line here. You don't want to get you know, cheap knockoff stuff. Can we talk about your podcast a little bit? Because first of all, you and I both come from a radio background and you've been doing radio since you were a teenager, I think. Is that right? Yes, sir. And and you can tell by um, the fact that you're unafraid with that microphone to insult the host, which I think is great. <laughs> but what do you do on your show now? I know I've been interviewed by you, but you've really gotten you know into this thing through the COVID year. Tell well, about you it. know, I got I to gotta say that
6: I probably should thank you for getting into the podcast business. So, <laughs> you know, we started Brembo Red uh, two years ago, yeah. I think. And we were doing a podcast for our employees. And I think you and I talked once when I was doing the employee podcast. And you said, you know, you should talk to customers of Brembo and have yeah, them on. Right. And those customers could be anybody from Jay Leno to uh, Simon Pagno, you know, the IndyCar driver, right. to NASCAR drivers and, you know, guys like that. And so we started interviewing our customers. We'd say, hey, would you stop by the podcast and whatever. So, um, you know, you stopped me, I think, one time when you heard one of the interviews we did. And you said, you should do your own podcast. And I think <laughs> we took it to heart. So we have kind of this lifestyle podcast. And we don't really, you know, we talk a little bit about breaks, but it's really not about breaks. It's about people who enjoy the lifestyle that you and I enjoy, which is speed fast things you know what is it fast cars fast women <laughs> fast fast processors i don't know whatever um you know it's it's a lifestyle thing yeah right no it's and good. uh <laughs> you know car people are the greatest people in the world they're easy to talk to so you know we talk to designers i think we we just uh, did a podcast with ralph gilles you know ralph oh, real well yeah right, right? designer it's yeah. Stellantis, fca right. PSA, whatever they're calling right it now. right and it's it's a lot of fun. We we have a lot of fun. Talk about things coming, you know, that are that are happening in the business. And uh, electric cars obviously gets a lot of you know a lot of uh, uh, content these days. Talking about what's going to go on and what you and I will be plugging in in the future. Yeah.
1: We well, you know, it's funny as the world continues to change because there's a big controversy going on right now in the automotive journalist world. Is should we be going to car events and gathering and you know, it's like uh, so many people are still really, really apprehensive about leaving their homes, even though I know a lot of people can't wait and they're they're maybe even forcing the point. But I think these podcasts really helped people to stay connected to the hobby and sport that they love, if it's motorsports.
6: And I agree. And I, I think our, our audience has been growing substantially, particularly over the last year, you Good. know, and uh, there you go. You know, I, I can think of nothing better to do if you have to sit in a room than listen to
1: a bunch of guys talk about cars. That's, yeah. that's to me. Especially yeah. ones that are not afraid to insult. That's, that's my right. friend Dan Sandberg. <laughs> Unafraid. I, I corrected you. I didn't insult you. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good man. Uh, you guys can find out more at Brembo.com. If you want to buy the, uh, the standard stuff, it's BuyBrembo.com. If you want the racy race stuff. For the Pista FF program or the Upgrade program, you go to Racetechnologies.com. But I bet you can find it all at Brembo.com. Don't correct me again, Dan. I won't. See you next time. We'll take a little break and come back with more of The Drive. We'll be right back. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You'll probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search.
0: Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor.
1: So our show is brought to you in part, I've been saying this quite a bit lately, by a new sponsor we have, Auto Tempest. All the cars, one search. So if you're searching for a new car, you just want to find out what yours might be worth, here's a great way to do it. Go to autotempest.com and it's going to search all the sites like Carvana, Auto Trader, eBay Motors, True Car, Cars and Bids even craigslist you'll see all the cars with just one search pretty cool all right it is uh time to talk with my buddy harvey briggs he is the uh editor and publisher of rides and drives ridesanddrives.com and he and i have been friends for years now um we have both driven the identical car same color and everything for 24 hours we both had it at the same time It is the brand-new, all-new Infiniti QX55. And I think that Infiniti, Harvey, welcome to the show. I think Infiniti did a really neat job of dealing with this pandemic we're in. Because imagine being a car company, everybody, and trying to launch a new vehicle. There's this kind of way that they've always done it, which is they gather all the journalists together. They bring them to one location, whether it be Napa, the south of France, God knows where it might be. And then they <laughs> unveil the cars, right? And and Harvey and I have ridden together many a times, but now you can't do that. So they brought a trailer and it, was, it had kind of a silhouette of the car on the outside. And it said the all new QX55 Infinity. And I don't know about you, Harvey. Tell me if this happened with you. When the, the tailgate opened of the trailer, loud music started playing. Did that happen for you?
2: It did. My neighbors were really curious <laughs> yeah. as to what was going on in front of my house. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so here's what happened to me. I'm in the upstairs of a plaza business complex. And I hear loud music, and it's like I thought, what idiot is out there playing their music at the top? And I, I went out there to see, and here's this thing backing out of the trailer and all these people coming out of all these businesses. And I'm like, oh no, how embarrassing because I was in a business complex. But then the conversations began. What is that? That is cool. Check that out. And the music was not coming out of the car. It was coming out of the trailer. So yeah,
2: they had stage lighting in the trailer, yeah. in mine, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah,
1: gosh, I'll tell you. Uh,
2: yeah, that was fun, and all my neighbors came out to they. Yeah, because now they figured out what I do. You know, right and before, I'm sure, with all the cars coming, they thought I had some kind of repo business or
1: something, <laughs> or a drug business. <laughs> Look at that guy's driving a Rolls Royce today. Of which I know you have been. There you go. Right?
2: Yeah, I did.
1: This was a busy week
2: for me. I had a Rolls-Royce Monday and Tuesday. I had the Genesis GV80, and I had the Infiniti QX55 all in one week.
1: So, so I know that there's a little bit of a embargo on driving impressions still, because here we have an automaker launching a brand new car. They get it into the hands of different journalists around the country for just 24 hours. And I, I only think I only put like, uh, geez, I hate to say it, fifteen miles or so.
2: But I, you know, I, I
1: yeah, it was. You know, what are you going to do, right? It was, and, you know,
2: yeah, exactly. It, it was hard to, you know, you've only got twenty four hours. We've got work. It's not like an event where we dedicate the time to right, that, right. which I, I think is one of the failures with this format of doing it. Other than that, I think it was a really good idea.
1: Well, and for me, I have certain roads that I like to drive on that have some really twisty, windy roads, and I have one where I can do kind of an acceleration test, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went out to my uh, little test track, and I did my thing, and I, you know, and the rest of it was. Wh- and here's the thing: they give you an iPad. I'm sure you got the same thing. They don't give it to you. I mean, in the yeah. car is an iPad that, and has all these little. Presentations on it. And what I liked about this iPad, first of all, was they were all about two minutes because I have ADD, you know? And so I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not going to sit here for an hour, you know? But they were all just short, sweet little presentations on whether it was the stereo system or you know, whatever it might have been, how to get into the back and turn the back seats down or, you know, the, each one was a little different thing. So I think, you know, it was a valiant try to do something different. And and I will say, I think out of this last, you know, 14 months or 12 months, whatever it's been, I guess it's been about 12 or 13 months that I have not been to another event. I was actually a little bit excited by the way they did it. And it did help to add a certain level of excitement. But uh, now let's talk about the Carla. But now that I got over the excitement, (laughs) my first impression, and I don't know about yours, because I'm a first impression guy. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. My first impression was, wow, this looks kind of Porsche-like to me. I thought, you know, this has got some really... I mean, look, Porsche, if it was a Porsche, it'd probably be a third or half again, more money. And it has this high quality feel to it right out of the gate. So I'm walking around it in circles, just looking at all the little things. They have really paid attention to every little refinement, every little thing on this car. What was your first impression?
2: Yeah, I felt the same way. I, I've been a fan of Infinity design in general. I really like the Q50 sedan, the Q60 coupe is one of the more beautiful midsize uh, two-door coupes. So the fact that they were able to bring some of that to a crossover I thought was really good. That you know, that line on the rear quarter panel from the roof bringing the roof down to the rear bumper, it, it's a really elegantly drawn line and I thought that was a really nice way to go and I know they were referencing the original Infinity. FX with that line. And it has that it just is a, a shape that has a lot of motion to it. Right. In terms of it makes you feel like it's moving. I think that was great. I love the tail light detail. Did yeah, you yeah. get a chance to really see that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is Star Wars like. I mean, it's so just sexy looking. They they really yeah. they did not leave anything unthought of in other words how can we make this better how can we make that better and i'll tell you 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 mentioned something there kind of the silhouette of the car infinity has Mm -hmm. been one of these car companies that they are in love with their silhouette and if you can not even see a car and just see just these two little lines that you know that represent the car and they've been doing that forever this brand is the silhouette Mm -hmm. is sexy Wait till you see the car. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, and and I and and I like the the sculpting on the side of the body. They do a good job of creating just the right amount of shape to the body panels. You know, it it gives it some interest. It's not just a big slab on the side, which it very easily could be with a. You know, a high-waisted uh, crossover.
1: Right. Like. Oh, high-waisted crossover. Interesting. And it doesn't have love handles on those high-waists. <laughs> You've seen some of those cars. They have. Like oh, me that I've developed over <laughs> Right, right. Some of the cars are like, oh, you, that car's been overeating. It's got big hips. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Harvey Briggs joining us. Ridesanddrives.com friend of mine we're both we both just spent 24 hours in the infinity qx 55 the world wants to see it and they're towing it around in a trailer to different journalists maybe you'll see it going down the road all you'll see is that silhouette we'll be right back
6: stay
0: tuned there's more of the drive with alan taylor on the road ahead
1: why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit Bybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America. And uh, I'm Alan Taylor, my friend and uh, fellow automotive journalist, Harvey Briggs, joining us. Ridesanddrives.com on the web and we're both driving or we did normally it is we're both driving but uh, we only had it for 24 hours we made made it a little bit difficult this uh, brand new QX55 from Infinity we can't even really tell you what our driving impressions are until like next week because they're embargoed right this moment but um, we can talk about this this vehicle we've talked quite a bit about the silhouette and the uh, the design and and uh, just the beauty of it but now we'll go on to the inside and talk a little bit about the inside and and, and maybe the drivetrain. And I think the drivetrain is probably not the newest part of it because, first of all, the Infiniti and Nissan both, and I just bought, my wife wanted a new car and I said, you pick whatever you want. That's what I do to my wife at this stage of my life. She could add a Mercedes, she could add a Lamborghini, she could add whatever she wanted and that was her chance to go for the more expensive car. And you know what? She's very frugal and always has been. She bought a Nissan Rogue, which I have a feeling is a cousin to this car right here, the QX55 from Infiniti. So, uh, drivetrain, what do you know about it?
2: Yeah, you know, it has that 2-liter VC turbo. VC stands for variable compression. It's really a very unique motor in that when you drive it, easily, like you're not, you know, really hitting the accelerator hard, which I know rarely happens in your world, (laughs) Alan, but it actually, the engine runs at a very high compression ratio, so it's more efficient, but then when you put your foot down and want to, you know, really go, then the compression ratio drops, and you get more torque, more horsepower out of that engine, and it really ups the feel of it, you know, and this little two-liter motor with its turbocharge and its, and that variable compression ratio puts out 268 horsepower, wow. which, you know, think about that. You remember when we had two-liter engines that barely made 100 horsepower. <laughs> right. It has that CVT in it. Right. And, uh, to me, that is, uh, it's certainly on the, the QX50 that has that, it was one of the, Weaker points of that car. I know they've made some improvements to it since then. And uh, so it was interesting to see it show up again in this car.
1: Right. So CVT, continuously variable transmission. And then you have variable compression engine. <laughs> all these things you have to learn yeah. about. <laughs> you, you got know. all the variables. <laughs> yeah. <It>, We've <laughs> literally got, I'll just take all the variables. But you know what's funny? They give it little shift points. And my wife still hasn't really gotten used to it. And I'm like, you know, the idea here is that the RPMs, you know, it's like this range of RPMs that it has. It has the most efficient area of the RPMs that will get the best fuel economy, the most power, and all this stuff. And it's all, like, science that put it together. But the average Joe, workaday Joe, is like, I want to feel it. So they actually built in little, dare I say, phony shift points so that it tricks your mind just a little bit to let you think that your transmission, because, I mean, that feel of the continuously variable – that feel would be, oh, no, my transmission's going out. It's slipping for, you know, for the average car enthusiast yeah. until you get used to it, you know. But it, yeah. it's actually very efficient.
2: You get, yeah, you get that rubber bandy type feeling. It right. almost feels like it's stretching and pulling. Yeah. and but then you do, you can throw it in the the manual mode and you could even shift it yourself, which is funny to think about. I you know, know,
1: right? In the CVT. Yeah. So. I will say that even though I can't talk about what it drove like, I was very happy, and so we'll talk more about that another time. But, yeah, we can't talk about the driving impressions quite yet, but they've really done a nice job with this car. And then the stereo, holy mackerel. I don't know how many speakers that thing has.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't think that's a driving impression to talk about the 16 speakers and the, you know, the full audio experience on that. It's a Bose system and it, you know, again, like a lot of these higher end systems now, they have the multi point, Tuning to it so you can set it. So like you're on stage or more surround sound or different types of things So it's pretty cool and it sounded really good yeah,
1: for sure uh, All right, when we come back. We're going to talk about what this new vehicle costs QX 55 from infinity um, it is brand spankin new and uh, we can't even talk about driving impressions which sucks like i would never say i love how it drove or anything because it's embargoed so i won't you know that's
2: right you can't say that
1: can't say that we'll be right back you're listening to the drive harvey briggs rides and drives.com is his website stay with us
4: Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study for J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit jdpowercom slash awards.
0: is the drive with alan taylor
1: our show brought to you in part by subaru and the new outback go where love takes you says subaru thanks for the sponsorship subaru uh we're talking with harvey briggs and he and i both spent 24 hours in the in- new infinity qx 55 harvey i think this is a t- uh, 2022 model is it not
2: Yes, it is. It's going to be out uh, in a couple of months, I think. They talked about late spring as the um, release date of it. So it's funny how the model years seem to get more and more out of sync with the calendar years. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I know, right? Okay, so how much? What do you know about pricing on it? Because I... I had it twenty four hours, and I watched as many of those little videos, and I did not see one on pricing, so what do you got?
2: yeah, no they um, yeah it, it comes in three trim levels. It starts the base is the luxe trim, and then you have the essential trim, which is the second level, and the sensory, which is what we had, is the top trim level, and the pricing is forty six thousand five hundred for that luxe fifty one six for the essential and fifty seven five for the century now that doesn't include any options or obviously you're going to have a destination charge on top of that as well, but it you know for that forty seven to sixty thousand dollar price range. That's an interesting place to put that car because there are a ton of options in that space.
1: Yeah. Well, you mean as far as um, there's a ton of options for the car, I think, too, to to be able to take your $46,000 one all the way up to into the 60s. But you're right. There's a ton of competition in that space. And that is the price today for a premium luxury crossover vehicle or SUV. Yeah, and
2: and and all of those come with all wheel drive. That's one good thing about that pricing ah. strategy. All of them are all wheel drive, all of them have that V C turbo, they all have a pretty solid suite of safety features, even at the base trim level. And then when you get to the sensory, you get their full infinity pro pilot assist suite, you know, that has that that thing that really helps you steer on the highway and all of that. Yeah, and
1: actually, my wife's uh, Nissan Rogue has that, and and I really like it. And it'll it'll yell at you. By the way, if you just take your hands off the wheel, it'll punish you and say, "All right, no more for you, no more for you." Go to the <laughs> owner's manual because <laughs> I'm like, watch this. That's right. you know? Anyway, all right, so let's change yeah. subjects. We'll talk about the. Uh, The uh, Infiniti QX55 driving impressions once the embargo lifts, but a beautiful machine from what I can see. I just can't tell you any more than that today, and neither can Harvey. Harvey, (laughs) you said you had a Rolls-Royce in your driveway. I have a feeling I know why. About a month or two ago, we talked about your book, Rolls-Royce, Making a Legend, that is available on Amazon. It's a big coffee table book. But you actually had a Rolls-Royce and got to drive it around, what is it, Madison, Wisconsin?
2: That's right, Ooh. and uh, yeah, it, Madison is not the first place you think of as a Rolls-Royce <laughs> kind of town. I know. We're a laid-back college town, right? You know? so That's it funny. was fun to drive it around. It was a 2021 Ghost that I had. It oh, was gosh. decked out in arctic white exterior, arctic white interior. It had the great starlight headliner, yeah. um, all the, you know, beautiful leather and everything else in it, and it was really fun because I actually did a talk for my book at a local Lounge, you know, uh, a friend of mine uh, runs that, and he said, "Hey, why don't you bring the car, bring your book, come talk about it? We'll get a few people. Everyone will wear masks, and we'll be safe about it." And so I had the car parked right there on the sidewalk, and <laughs> everybody came by and looked at it. it. was great, and it was really fun to talk
1: about the book and 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 just be out for a little bit. <laughs> right, that's cool. That's I
2: even cool. shaved, Dale. You
1: know? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Let me ask you how how does that how does that big monster. Drive That's a big car.
2: It it is a big car. It's you know it weighs fifty seven hundred pounds. So I mean you're talking like a Nissan Rogue weighs what thirty five hundred pounds? Yeah, maybe maybe, four thousand at the (laughs) most. So yeah, we're talking about a really big car, and it's the amazing thing is everything about it is put together in a way that just makes it feel effortless. That 6.75 liter twin-turbo V12 engine that makes 560 horsepower, the power is just endless, and it's so smooth and so quiet, and it's really hard to get across how different the experience of riding in or driving a Rolls-Royce is if you've never experienced it for yourself,
1: because well, they're just, yeah, 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 they, they, you know, they're almost, life. uh, you, you walk away kind of speechless. Um, and by the way, if, if you want to, uh, see how they make a legend, you can buy Harvey's book, Rolls Royce, making a legend. You check it out on amazon.com. By the way, Harvey, I am out of time. Harvey Briggs rides and drives.com. You can probably find his book there too. Harvey, thank you, sir. Thank you, Alan. Be safe in that COVID world out there. That's what I'm going to do. See you guys all next week. Same time, same channel. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models.